Hello and welcome to The Life Pod, hosted by Michael Panay and Karim Dow, brought to you by MK Enterprises, a community based on discussing life topics and driving continual personal development and growth. Send through any topics you want covered and be sure to follow and tag us on all social media at MK Enterprises. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, beautiful people. What's going on? Welcome to episode four. Just quickly. Already. Yeah, episode four, bro, already. Um, quickly. Thank fuck. You guys all loved um, episode three. <laughs> that was good fun to make. Today, Michael and I are going to be discussing, it actually came up in our DMs a little bit when we asked for suggestions. You guys want to know a little bit about like taking action and the importance of actually putting plans into place and genuinely, like literally taking action rather than just saying, oh, I want to do this or one day this business or I want to try this thing or I want to go here taking action. Mm. It could be one step at a time, could be baby steps. It's just that's how things, you know, get pushed forward. That's how you actually make progress. Yeah. So episode four is taking action. And the first thing, it, it applies to everything. It applies, and this is touching on the same thing again on like episode, I think it was episode two or one where we Bit address failure. Fa- yeah. So how failure applies to everything. Taking action applies to everything as well. And like my relationship with it is is interesting because I've had a lot of things in the past where I have had to take a big step and, you know, move forward, whether it was for myself and, and that, that's, that's what we're touching on now. So you can literally apply taking action to anything in life again, whether it's professional. So taking action and applying for that dream job that you want, whether it's, through, like I said, like a relationship. So taking action or, or like asking that girl out that you've wanted, uh, you know, you've wanted to ask out. Mm-hmm. Whether it's taking action, like for me, like even like because I like I play soccer as a as a hobby on the side. Even just a small split decision of taking action in a game, you know, stuff like that. It can just be, like don't hesitate. Yeah, don't hesitate. It can be applied to everything. Yeah. Now, um, what we're gonna do this episode is, I've got my, not answer, but my perspective on the importance of taking action and why, you know, and like, so important. Yeah. But like how, why I do it. Like, so why I don't sit back and overthink and, and be afraid of taking that action. I've got one, my, like my answer that applies to everything for me. Uh, And we'll talk that, talk about that a little bit later, but I think we should touch on the fact of why taking action is important. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is, a lot of people think, you know, have these goals in mind, whether it be a car, whether it be a house, whether it be a having a certain amount of employees in their business, whatever it may be, they have these huge, amazing goals, which is sick. It's really, really good to have clear, vivid goals. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people fo- uh, are fixed on the outcome. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, everybody says, oh, trust the process, trust the process. But it's like everybody forgets that the process is taking action. And just what it is. It's the same thing with like dieting, going to the gym and gaining muscle, losing fat. It's just small actions that are just repeated daily. Mm. Repeat, 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 repeat. So it could be, for an example, I know for myself, here's a, here's a prime example. So I did an upskilling course as a PT with STC Fit. Highly recommend. Anyways, I'm going to jump, move on from that. Did my first round of the course. I was like, in my head, I was like, sweet, I've done this course. Like I should just be getting all these leads. I should be making sick money. You know, I should have so many more clients and then nothing happened. And I was like, 
And they're like, hey, man, do you want to go your second round? You know, we really highly recommend going a second round. And I was like, no, nah, I don't really want to do a second round. Like, I got nothing out of this one. Sorry. Mm. And they're like, well, you didn't fill in the worksheets. You didn't send the DMs. You didn't do this, this, and this, and this. It's like, if you actually applied and took action on what we told you to, that's when we can guarantee results. Mm. And I was like, it, it hit me hard. I was like, fuck, I'm an idiot. Like, I just assumed that I was going to make all this money and get, you know, super busy without actually doing anything. So that's interesting because it's like that, from what you just said there, you took the initial action of starting that first phase. So that's another thing we can touch on is taking action is not one process. No. Depending on the situation, obviously, and that's why we're going to elaborate on how taking action can apply to different scenarios. But taking action is not one single process in some cases. It's it's a prolonged experience, yeah. like you said. So you did that first phase so then I, of taking the action of applying for that course. Yep. But then you got to take further action. Yeah. So the, the moral of this story is... So Sorry, I continue. I end up doing the, a second round of the exact same course, the same material, same content, Yeah. but I fucking applied everything that they told me. They said, you have to send X amount of DMs, you have to put X amount of stories up, put this much content up. And I did, I ticked all the boxes. Mm. So I, I put, in, put everything in action, mm -hmm. which is what we're talking about. And that's when the results came. I got more leads. I was getting more followers on Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of people think that just trying something or like, oh, like I've done this course now or I, you know, I sent one message or whatever. It's like, mm. it's just small bouts. It's baby steps repeated for a continual amount of time. Yeah. And some somebody's really big on this and everybody probably knows him on Instagram, Eddie's Ozturk, which is obviously the owner of Do You Even. You know, he's like managing a very large um, activewear brand he's you know preparing for a marathon he's just had a baby like he's doing it all and what it's just like what's the activewear brand do you even oh do you oh, yeah yeah and he's just a guy based in melbourne just like every other guy it's just small bouts of like managing your time really well taking action cool i gotta do this i gotta do this tick this off mm. and it's like that's all it is just try again try again try again again links back to the whole failure thing just putting those steps into action every day, every day, every day. For sure. So, yeah. Like, so, before, yeah. one that just popped into my mind, it's like success and like, you know, success stories and making money is the cumulative effect of small doses of action. That's what it Agreed. is. Agreed. That's what it is. Agreed. But yeah, it was really interesting to see that a lot of, a lot of the people that are following our journey and stuff on social media said that they wanted to hear about taking action, um, especially in the fact of how we started just quickly, my perspective on it is that it does differ in every situation on how you approach it. Yep. So you wouldn't take action the same if you were to apply. Uh, if you were to start a business, you would take action differently compared to, let's say, skydiving, for example. Right. So I think it's really important to understand the context of, of, of what action you're taking. Because you're not going to take action. You might, you're not going to take action of skydiving because like you're scared there's fear there right so there's fear fear is a driving point of of making you sit back and be like no nah, i'm not going to do this like i can't do it but it's funny that you say that because we know from experience and from other people's stories we've heard that fear is always a big thing because people like the comfort zone like oh what again it's, it's funny everything sort of just links back to failure again it's like what if it fails like they don't want to take that Step forward yeah, and go, fuck, see, I'm stuck here. It is, but I don't know. I think failure and fear 
are very, very similar, but they're on two different strat- like stratospheres. Like fear yep. is something else and failure is something else. Mm-hmm. And we will discuss fear eventually in, in some of the future episodes. But yeah, going back to the whole skydiving thing. So I think if you were to approach um, taking action to something like that, then it's fear and understanding that. And then you've also got the whole uh, taking action in relation to starting a business. There's fear there, but there's also, there's more to it. Do you hear what I'm saying? So like the, the fear of skydiving is injury and death, right? Yep. The fear of starting a business is financial collapse or, yep. or, or not succeeding. Yep, 100%. Um, which again, links back to uh, failure and learning from your things, right? And moving forward. But the point I'm trying to make is that it, I personally believe that when you're taking action, it depends on the situation that you're applying it to. Like I mentioned before, like when, when, you, like when I'm playing soccer or a sport, yeah, there's, there's a time where you're like, all right, I'm going to shoot for goal or I'm going to, you know, pass it. Like you need to take that action. And what goes through your head is what if I stuff up or, you know, what if, what if it's not good enough? Like, you know, you, you, you it's, it's passing that point. Mm-hmm. So fear for me is like a wall. And when you come to it, oh, sorry, not fear. So taking action, yeah. Taking action for me is like a wall. And on the <coughs> other side of that wall is, is like progress, progress, yep. development. And even for me, a sense of bliss. And I'll elaborate on that later. So when you approach the action that you want to take and you've got, that wall in front of you of taking the first step for a lot of people. That's the biggest hurdle. It is the biggest hurdle. Yeah. But from my experience, momentum. Yeah. From from that, from that experience, it is as soon as you bust down that wall, you will find another universe on the other side of success, growth and development. And I'm just going to, do you want to go quickly? Yeah, just quickly before I forget. Um, So like, it's funny that you bring up the whole momentum and like overcoming that hurdle because Again, like even like it, it could be like even in high school, it's happening. Like you're just playing the game of soccer, whatever it may be. Like mm. you, let's say you, you do take that action, that split point of action, and you take that risk. That's what it, it's a risk. You take that risk and you pass that ball, or you shoot that shot, and you score, or the pass ends up being really, really good. What happens? It's an automatic confidence boost. You feel good, like mm. fuck. If I just did that, I'll just do it again. You keep trying. You keep like I said, it's a flow on effect, a snowball effect, and momentum builds, and all of a sudden. You start making more money. You get more clients. You, you get better at soccer. You get, you For sure. get better. And it's a flow-on effect. So I, that first jump is, is so, so important. That's the biggest. So what we're talking about today is that first jump. If you don't take that first jump, you're risking it all for yourself. We're not going to tell you that... We're not going to tell you that um, you do this, this, and this. It's us, it's us discussing the importance of that first jump, right? That first encounter with that wall that's in front. That wall of emotions, that wall of reasoning of... That, that wall that tells you not to do it for this and that reason. The voice inside your the head voice that inside keeps you from head, succeeding. For sure. And as soon as you crumble that wall, you will honestly be amazed on, on the progression that you will have no matter what it is, right? If you're, t- if you're out at a restaurant or a bar, right, and you see an attractive girl taking that action of going there and, and saying hello and, 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 you know, introducing yourself, right? It's in all aspects. So as soon as you overcome that, you'll find that like, all right, I've done it now, right? I've yeah. taken that first step of going to talk to this girl. I can do it again now in the future, exactly. right? Regardless if she, like, you know, if, you, if, you, if it doesn't work out, <clears throat> you've taken that initial step 
and you've you've you know you've busted that wall down and it's the same with starting a business and and everything like that i think a really big thing for people is that in the, obviously it's it's human nature our brains like to exaggerate the negative side effects of things that's so true so our well. brains like to exaggerate the negative outcomes so you know how to go oh my god it's going to be so embracing if this girl doesn't you know speak back to me or she just you know slaps me whatever it is but it's like it, go, it could be like oh what happens if i message this guy on instagram to you know or to have a meeting with him it, it, you know for us even it's like what happened we want to reach out to people and get them on the podcast we're like oh fuck it is a bit daunting don't get me wrong it is but in our head we go shit like this could go really really wrong but then you think logically about it you go okay What's the worst that could actually happen? They're either going to, one, leave you undelivered, two, leave you on scene, three, just be like, hey, nah, man, don't want to do that. Thank you for the offer. Or four, they're going to say yes. Yeah. And if you take all those four options, potential outcomes, like they're the only four potential, or five, you get blocked, whatever. <laughs> but those five potential outcomes... What what did you actually what harm happened to you there? Absolutely nothing. You mm. didn't lose any money. You didn't lose a job. You didn't lose any friends. So that's the aspect of that's that aspect. Yeah. yeah. So mo- so you like, the moral of that little story was like stop exaggerating the potential risks and out, uh, negative outcomes. Like they're really not that bad. And the the potential gain is so much greater than the potential risk and loss. I'm happy you brought up the fact that humans are like brought up and designed to think immediately negative. think yep. negatively of of anything yep. right in, in automatic outcome, negative autom- thoughts automatic and this is again i believe that is re- a reflection of how we're taught and brought up in the school system because we don't like change because the human the humans do not like change we're always resistant to change yeah because it's it's uncomfortable and unfamiliar yep. but going back to the school system like if you were to fail, like if you went to do well on an exam, it's an immediately like you failed, you yep. know? But I think it's, yeah, I think it comes back to that a bit. But like I said, the importance of taking that first initial step and breaking that wall is what the, what the, is what the important thing is yeah. about taking action. Because I guarantee anyone that's in, stuck in a rut right now and wants to take that step, that's, that wall is there for them. And as soon as they break that down, I can, I'm so confident in saying that as soon as they do that, they'll, they'll be on their way. You know, they'll progress, they'll develop, they'll learn, they'll just continue to grow. And I really like how you brought that up because it's the same thing. Again, it's happened to me speaking firsthand where like I would have read a book about, you know, nutrition and like different types of nutrients in the body and how they all do their roles, et cetera, et cetera. And same thing with other people, you know, they'll read, you know, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. They'll read Tony Robbins, uh, Eric Thomas, all these famous, you know, motivational speakers about life and saving money and saving time and time management, all these really good things. And they read the book and they go, cool, yep, sweet. And then, you know, give them a couple of weeks and they go, oh, fuck, like nothing's actually changing my life. Because mm, there's no action taken. Yeah. And again, I've, I've done that. Again, I listened to David Goggins. I was like, cool, you know, really good story. Well, like motivated me heaps. But then it's like for a bit, I was like, okay, is nothing actually changed? So then, you know, I started getting up earlier. It's, you know, again, baby steps, baby steps. Again, if you're getting up at 9 a.m., I don't expect you to jump till 6 a.m. straight away. Get up at 8.30, get up at 8.45, do that for a week. Then get up at 8 for a week. Then get up slowly, slowly. Like you don't need to make these things hard on yourself. It's just about implementation 
one step at a time. It's the same thing with like, it sounds dumb, but it's just like as a metaphor, like if I'm ever jogging or like when I used to jog, now I don't jog. But like I never look, like especially if I'm like in a long straight, I'll never look up. I just look at the ground. Because mm. when I look at the ground, it's just, just take another step, just take another step, just take another step. But again, if you look at the finish line, how far it is, again, it's like thinking about that, focusing on that outcome, focusing on that, you know, that Mercedes, that car, that house, whatever it is, instead of focusing on, cool, how can I make more money today, step by step? I think limitations plays a huge part in taking action. Self-belief. Self-belief. Nobody believes well. in themselves. Again, it's like the brain, the automatic negative thoughts. Because it's funny you say the whole treadmill thing, because I remember when I like went through my whole period, which again, I'll touch on soon. Michael was obese. <laughs> I, rem- I still love you. <laughs> I remember when I went through my whole period on the treadmill, like I was putting uh, a towel over the kilometers, yep. right? And over the distance. And that would immediately cancel out one noise in my head of, all right, you've done three Ks, you've done five Ks, stop now, yeah. you know? Just keep going. If you and don't know how much you've done, you won't stop. Exactly. So taking action, because when you limit yourself as human, as a human, you're limiting potential, I believe. Anyway, like, so I think limit, like, limitation and self belief is a big part of taking action. Mm-hmm. So if you limit yourself to, all right, let's say for example, you want to start a business. If you're limiting yourself of like, I'm going to make this amount in ten years. I'm going to be a small business. You're limiting yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're taking action, but it's not to full effectiveness. Like you you. You need to literally have self-belief. Bel- See, another thing in, in, in taking action is belief. Yeah, this can go into so many different avenues, but I'm sure you can agree. And if anyone famous, very, very successful listens to this, I'm sure they can agree. Everybody says it. Even again, with the upskilling course I did, uh, Jason and Ben, they both said, it's like, if you're setting business goals that don't excite you, but also scare you, mm-hmm. goals aren't big enough. Yeah. Like I've set goals for myself and actually like, I, I've genuinely questioned myself like fuck can I actually do that yeah and when I when that when the goal does that to me I'm like, cool this is right yeah because if I go oh yeah I've set this goal for six months yeah easy piece of piece it's like well then there's no actual challenge that's it's like what's the point of doing that yeah and again it, it challenges the notion of being capable of more than what you actually think you are let's talk about times in our lives where we've taken action now for me I've got like my story, probably one of the biggest things in my life that I took action and, you know, really concentrated and broke that huge wall. So for me, that was the weight, like you said. <laughs> in what, what are we in now? 2021? Yeah, end of uh, 21. So in 2016, um, I was. When you and I met. Yeah, it was. Yep. And that's crazy. Fuck, all right, I'm going to touch on that as well. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so in 2016... Well, actually... No, it 15. was... 15, we met in 15. We met years before, and then 15. it's 16 where I really like, oh, hey, how are you? <laughs> yeah, we became and then we inseparable. Became inseparable. Um, anyway, so 2016, I had... Look, I wasn't fit as a kid in high school. Like, I wasn't like I wasn't a runner. Athletic. I played. I, I was athletic, but it was weird because I was... I loved you're, sport. You're, I loved... So you were built like every other ethnic kid. Yeah, just exactly. Just a little bit rice. of rice. <laughs> built off rice. A little bit of, um, uh, like I wasn't fit. Our parents call it baby fat and they say baby it's going to go away when you're 16. Yeah. It never does. It just mom, keeps getting bigger. Mum, you're a liar. Mum and dad were telling me at the age of 18 that it's just baby fat and you'll grow out of it. Yeah. I, 
I'm an adult. <laughs> it's not, it's not going I've anywhere. Re- I'm not going to get any taller. I, I had my growth spurt at 15. I love how the parents, I love how the parents always justify it. Why can't you just tell me I was fat? Yeah, I know. Just tell me to stop eating cheese. Michael, you're fat. Stop it. <laughs> just go for a walk. But yeah, anyway, so 2016, I was in year 12. Um, like I said, I wasn't that fit to get from the get go. Right. I, I was, I was probably sitting at about 85, 90 kilos at, at 18. And I'm about five, I was about five ten then, five nine, five ten. then. It's funny that you bring that up because I was 84 kilos at the age of 16. Yeah. See that. So you've gone through your journey as well. I was you? very large. Uh, you, you, we've both gone through our journey. So in, in 2016, at the start, of, I don't know if it's started yet. Anyway, I had broken my leg, right? And then that obviously is on crutches for six weeks without any mobility. You can't exercise. You can't, you know, do a lot of things. And, and in that period of time, I'd gained a lot of weight, right? Because I was getting upset that I couldn't do things as well. I was at home on the weekends. I was, I was at school. Um, I Sometimes I didn't even go to school because it was just too difficult getting changed in the school uniform. And, and anyway, long story short, yeah, so in 2016, after breaking the leg, I put on a substantial amount of weight. And after I got the cast off, I still had to do some sort of rehabilitation. Like I couldn't jump into exercise or walking straight away. And I'd actually gotten, so from 90 kilos, I'd put on about, I'm not joking, 15 kilos. So I remember I was actually at 105. I, I got to 105 and that wasn't even the worst of it. So getting to 105, getting to that weight, and I really want to tell this story because like, I feel like it does apply to a lot of people who are in that stage right now of whether especially it's being like, fit or healthy or anything like that, right? Especially because just now, like, you know, post-COVID, post-COVID a lot of people, you know, away. it happens. Sure. Yeah, it happens. So I'd actually gotten worse over that stage because I still couldn't exercise and I was seeing my weight <coughs> on the scale. And then long story short, the highest I got up to was about one... 10, 111, right? And it's a big boy. Yeah. When you're at 18 years old, 18, 19 years old, meant to be in your prime. You're meant to be in your prime, you're meant to be fit. I'm seeing all my mates that are healthy, doing sport, blah, blah, blah. Clubbing. I took it, I had to take a year off soccer because I wasn't playing, obviously, because of the injury. They, they're going out, you know. And I saw those three digits. I remember I saw those three digits on the scale. Now, this is very interesting because I'm going back to episode two with Leo, right? How he mentioned that people do things out of desperation or inspiration. Now, for me, it was desperation, right? I could not agree more. I was in the same boat. Desperation, that was my go-to and that was my push to break down that wall of taking action, right? So, at 112, 111 kilos, I saw the numbers and I broke down. I was like, fuck, like, this is bad, you know? seeing three digits of three different numbers and i didn't look it because people didn't know i was i was large i was big but i just i didn't look that heavy yeah. but i knew you know yeah. especially because you had a little bit of muscle mass as well it yeah. sort of covered most of it yeah. so anyway i th- it was desperation for me to start knocking at that wall just it literally to start to start knocking on that door and on that wall and breaking that down i immediately and this is where I met you. I started. I signed up in the gym, right? I was training for. You're gonna hate me this because you're a PT, but I was training ridiculous. I was I like three hours I know. at the gym. I was doing 
an hour of cardio so and, much. and an hour and a half, two hours of weights, right? At a, at a pace, yeah. like not excessive, but I was training every day, right? Yeah. Long story short, I pushed and there was, there was hard times at the gym too. Mates were out on weekdays getting coffees. Everyone's got their license going out. I was there at the gym on from Monday to Sunday, right? Because I had that much desperation in me that I had to get to where I wanted to get to, yep. okay? Mm-hmm. And there was times on that treadmill where it was, I'm um, drenched in sweat. I, I was just, what's the point of keep you know, of going? And it was just that that vision, tunnel vision, and desperation that got me to where I, I got to. It was the weights. It was like, why you know I'm pushing myself so hard, getting getting home, being constantly fatigued, right? But I got there. So I got down to, so from 112 kilos. Within and the time frame I did this, and you know this as well because you were right next, you were there with yeah. me throughout my journey, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was within like Four? N- no, like between five to nine months. Yep. I had gone down from 111, 112 kilos to 77. Disclaimer don't try this at home. <laughs> yeah, don't try that at home. Don't. I was on another <laughs> level of work. It's not sustainable. It's not. <laughs> so I went down, yeah. So in a matter of five to nine months, I had dropped, what's that? 40 kilos. Almost 40 kilos, right? And I was in my peak all-time low. That was the lightest I've ever been, 77. I remember because I was having a friend and we were racing to see who would get to 75 or 80. And he was trying to put on mass, yeah? And I got to 80 and he's like, that's crazy. And then I kept going and I got to 77. So that's my taking action right and i think desperation was a big part of that of getting it done i know i wanted it as well correct me if i'm wrong but a big thing about everything you just said is obviously if if we're talking things in a more sustainable manner like you didn't go you know balls to the wall it's so extreme it's almost like chipping away at a wall with a chisel and a hammer not a bulldozer you're not going to knock it out in one hit it's a chisel and a hammer you see there, you're just chipping away mm. Chipping away one bit at a time, you're getting better and better and better and better. Again, it's like one step at a time. You're just small chips away and momentum builds and you get better using the chisel. We find new ways to chip faster, you know, bigger blocks at a time. You just get better and better and better. Mm. So I find like, again, that's the biggest thing. Um, in terms of mine, mine was like, again, the whole, again, start of COVID lockdowns last year in Melbourne. twenty. So around, yeah, literally March uh, about, about, actually about June-ish May, May, May May 2020 Figured out <laughs> So May, May 2020 I had, the, I had the idea in my head From the start of 2020 mm-hmm. And then come lockdown I've gone So what was this for? Just to clarify This is for Relentless Strength This, this is, is for Relentless business. Strength Yeah right. And I was like you know, I, you know I've come to an idea I really want to do this This is what I do I've got this vision in my head Of who I want to train How I want it to be And I was like Okay I want to Take action on this And how can I, I th- you, you got to think about again weighing up pros and cons. I thought, you know, how can I take advantage of my current situation? And we all know we should never stress about things we can't control. Stress about things we can control. And it's not, uh, look, it's not as easy as said. Yeah. Because it takes a lot. And I'm one as well. Sorry to interrupt you. No, you're right. um, I'm one as well who, who who's a big believer in not stressing about things you can't control. But like it's normal to feel for something that has happened, right? You can't just brush it under the carpet. Yeah. I'm a, I can't know. I don't think that's good at all. You can't just throw it under the carpet. Yeah. You got to acknowledge your emotions, 
for that. Yeah. Right. So as it happened, yes. How do you feel? I feel shit. Right. Yeah. I feel good. Whatever it is, you need to acknowledge those when moving forward. That is a big part of the process. I agree. For sure. But my point was with the whole control, like stressing over what I can't, can't control. So because, see, this is what I thought. I was like, okay, we're, everyone's in lockdown now, middle of May. Every, what does that mean? More people are going to be on social media. Mm. More people are going to be on their phones. So mm. what does that mean I can do? It means if I start an Instagram page, a Facebook page, there's more. There's a higher chance and greater possibility that more people will engage and see my content. Mm. And I was like, this is prime time. You mm. know how you say, people say, I'm waiting for the right time. It's like God was giving me a sign and saying, hey, this is your time. Go now. Just do it now. Mm. Green light. Go ahead. Do it. And with my whole weight loss thing, so I feel like this can be transferred over to anything. So with the whole, like you said, inspiration or desperation, I find sometimes it's just a mental thing. So no matter what the change is that you want to, no matter what the situation is that you want to implement action on, it has to be just be a critical turning point. Like for me, again, around last year, I was like middle of lockdown, I got to 95 kilos and everybody knows I was quite fucking round. I was so round. Mm. I was built like a bloody watermelon. And I just look at myself, I'm like, sort of like you, but rather than desperation, it was just like something just in my brain just went, okay, enough is enough. Mm. Time to do something about this. Yeah. And it's just like a, a dramatic, okay, it's on. It's on. Like you see some people sort of chip away at things and go, oh, you know, I'll probably start tomorrow or whatever. And all of a sudden one day they're just gone, all right, I'm on now. Yeah. And it just takes like a pinnacle of focus and just really knowing what you want to achieve. That's a really big thing. Like having very, very clear goals is a big thing as well. Yeah. So yeah, for me, it was just like, all right, I'm not doing this anymore. I want change and I can't go backwards from here. It's only up. Yeah. So it's a really, really, I'm sort of going in circles. I can't get the right words out, but yeah, it wasn't just like, oh, you know, I we need to lose some weight. You know, let's start eating good. It was like, no, no. I'm done with this shit. Let's let's fucking do this. Yeah. So you had that you had that click in your head. Yeah, it's just like a click. And that's 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 one thing that's very interesting about taking action because I feel like a lot of people when they do take that step to break down that wall, there is a click there. Yeah. And it's like Oh, it's time for me. Yeah, it's my time now. Or sometimes it could be that you're really, sorry, you're already taking action, and then that click happens, and then you just keep going. Yeah, chuck it into a higher gear, and yeah. you just running for through sure, just going, hammering it or whatever it is in front of you. But I think us as humans can train ourselves, and train our minds, train our spirits, whatever, to have that click constantly and have that determination in your head. So for some people who are in a like who are in a rut and like whether they're overweight or whether they're wanting to start that business, if you don't have that click there, it, like, it'll come. But once you get that click and once you find out and try different methods of breaking down that wall and taking action, you'll find that that click is more common in your head and you will continue to do it, right? And you'll continue to develop. I love how you brought that up. So my whole thing on, so I feel like this is going to be very, very valuable for everyone to hear. So everyone, we've talked about how important it is to take action. Now we're going to go about how we actually break down taking action into implementable tasks every day. Mm -hmm. So the way I personally like to do it for myself and my clients, whether it be a physical goal, a number on the scale, whatever it may be, it could be buying a car. Again, 
Think about the end outcome. And then, again, Leo said this, you reverse engineer all the way back to daily tasks. So if you go, cool, I need to make, I need to buy this car that's $100,000. $100,000 divided by 12 months, divide that by weeks, divide that by days. Cool, I need to make X amount of money per day. Cool, let's just say you need to make $100 per day. And then you go, what tasks do I have to do each day to make $100 each day? It could be making three phone calls. It could be making two Instagram posts. It could be DMing four people. So if you know four, if you, you, could, you could know if you DM four people every single day, that guarantees you $100 every day, then in X amount of time, which is this one year period, you will make your $100,000 and get the car that you wanted. Mm. So summarize, reverse engineer your large goal into daily steps. Mm. That's all it is. And again, if you think about this $100,000 car and you're like, oh my God, that's so far away. It's a lot of money. If you think, oh, I've got to message four people on Instagram. Piece of piece. Sweet. I can do that every day. Mm. And they get momentum builds. And then within no time, you're at your goal. Is there anything that, is there anything that you do in your life now that you believe has got a big thing in you taking action? Is there any daily routines you do? Or is there anything, is there any like audio books or books that you've read that have pushed you to another level and have helped you and guided you throughout that process. Just so like if anyone's listening, they can, you know, take maybe that take that approach. Cause I know I I didn't I didn't just switch in my head, you know. Yeah, you read something, you, you read, watch something. You have some you have things that yeah. inspire you a lot. And that's yeah. very important to maintain like to have something there that inspires you. Me, it's a very, very mental, clear image. Again, Leo said this like of the lifestyle I want to live, mm-hmm. how I want my business to run, how I want my, so like a big thing, nice and easy one for in the gym. Is that a type of manifestation? Yes. In a sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, so that is one slash, I, I, I mean, you could say this manifestation as well, which is like keeping my goals in the front of my mind. Like I'm at the gym, like I'm, I'll be dead tired. Like you saw me yesterday, I was dead tired. I didn't want to go and train. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if I've got this picture on my head of me jacked as hell, a lot of muscle shredded, it's like, Okay, I'm either going to make a decision that's going to push me closer to my goal or take me further away. Me taking a day off today. Yes, I know, cool, you could, it's good to rest and stuff. Don't get me wrong, we know recovery is important. Is me taking a day off now going to get me closer to my goal or further away? And I just see that picture in my head of like this guy that I want to be this jacked, you know, solid unit, big muscles, whatever. It's like, mm. all right, how do I get there? I've got to eat well, I've got to train hard and sleep. So that's you reverse engineering yep. and putting things Just in place. Just keeping that goal, funny so, one, day by day. Uh, let's talk about goals for a sec and manifestation. Mm-hmm. There's, and I know this as well, there is a lot of people out there right now that are in are in trouble, right? Not in trouble, but like they're in a rut. They're in a rut. They're in a war in, within themselves because- Internal conflict. Yeah, they don't know- what they want to yes. do and they don't know what their goal is. Now, if you're one of those, if you're, if you're in that boat of people and you're listening to this, please know that that is normal. Yep. And fuck, I was there as well with you. I, there was stages in my life that I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't have a clear goal. I didn't have anything that was driving me. I had no ambitions. I had no, you know, no nothing. But I found that switch and it will come. Please know that it will come. So if you're that person and you're stuck there, just don't rush, take your time and 
understand that you, you will find yourself and take action in finding yourself as well. If you're feeling rushed by societal norms, you know, you have to have a house by 25. Please well, don't. Just go watch Gary V's Instagram and yeah. you'll be fine. <laughs> so, yeah, don't don't feel like you have to rush into things as well and, and you're seeing people. And I think this is, a, you know, social media has a big part in this, which is a whole other episode. But just to sort of cut you off there, sorry. There's a difference between not rushing, which I get, I, I completely understand. Like there's no rush to do things. But it's also good to be hungry and try to push yourself, push yeah, your limits. Sure. Again, chase your for goals, sure. that's good. But don't be in a rush. Like you got to have the right mentality yeah. with what you're doing. It. Like yeah. if you're rushing because you're seeing other people do it, don't. You're take take a step back. Yeah. Yeah. You're running take the wrong race. Back. Yeah. So if you're in that position in life right now where you feel like you don't know what you're doing, and I, I've got a lot of people in my life and a lot of people around me who are stuck and don't know that, right? It will come. I promise you it will come if you look and if you take action right? You need to expand your horizons. You need to go out there and assess. You need to go out there and start chipping away at walls. You need to, and I'm guaranteeing you that when you find that and when you start doing those little steps, you will, you will get there, right? On that note. So that's just for the people who, who know, don't necessarily have that, yeah. that vision, that goal. Again, because we want to, this is still sort of related to taking action, but it's slightly off topic, but just touching on what Michael just said. So again, if you don't know exactly what you want to do and you're a little bit, uh, I don't know if I want to be a PT, I don't know if I want to do engineering, whatever it may be, try shit. Try new shit. Mm. Like for example, for sure. myself. Uh, in year 11, I was like, fuck, do I want to do VCAL? Do I want to do VCE? I don't know what to do. Like what do I do here? I was like, you know what? Let me give this whole tradey thing a go. So I, I did uh, <laughs> my certificate to in building construction. At, I didn't even know that. At, <laughs> at Chisholm and Dandy. And I hated every minute of it. Yeah. It was good because everybody knows TAFE is a piss take. You go there and do nothing all day. Yep. But didn't like being on the tools. It's not me. Like, I was like, this isn't for me. It's okay. Did I, would I say I wasted a year of my life? No. Did I learn a heap of things? Yes. Can I apply them to, you know, doing stuff around the house? Yes. I'm going to use that example for my answer on taking action. So my, my point is, again, slightly off topic about taking action. It's like, even if you don't know exactly what your goals are and you don't really know which direction you want to go in, just try new shit. Because mm -hmm. technically, that is still taking action. Because mm -hmm. you'll try something you don't like, it. Try something. it's a process of elimination and then you realize what you don't like, then you can focus on what you do like. Yeah. And then just nail it. For sure. It's ca cancelling out. Yep. And then yep. balls to the wall, off you go. So, in conclusion, in my view of taking action in life, mm -hmm. and we discussed this prior to the podcast, like our views, our own views. And you had a slightly different, which was interesting and we'll hear it. But for me, the biggest thing, if you're stuck on applying for that job, taking that goal, taking that shot in soccer, taking that shot in basketball, whatever you do sport-wise, you know, going up to that girl and asking her out, um, buying that car, Almost anything. Almost anything that relates to taking action. My one thing is regret. For me, it's regret. There've been, you live your life, right? If you don't take that step, you'll live your life with regret in your head of not taking that step, no matter what the outcome is. Whether you shoot that goal and it misses, you took it. Yep. You know you took it. And you learned from it. Whether you went up to that girl and you said, hey, I think you're beautiful, blah, 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 whatever. 
you took your shot. Yep. Right? You don't take that shot. You don't talk to that girl. You don't apply for that job. You don't get that car. You don't start your business. You will live with the pain of regret yep. for the rest of your life. So for me, in conclusion, taking action is so important because that action that you take will stomp on the feeling of regret that you have in your life. Any day of the week. Any even, day of the week. Even if that shot leads to failure, it's still better than regret. 100%. And it's it's funny how the brain works. In times like this, when you don't take action, you you miss that shot and you don't you know take any steps forward, your brain flips to positive thinking. It's weird. So hear me out here. What I mean by that is, let's say... It's 2021, November. I was like, yeah, I want to start a business. And they go, oh, actually, no, I'm scared. I don't want to do it anymore. And then in two or three years' time, you go, you know what happens? Your brain starts thinking, what if? Mm. Your brain goes, what if I did it? Not even, man. All the time. Yeah, but it could could have been like the next way. You go, what if I did it and I made more money? What if I started my business and I was rich? What if I became successful? You're living with that regret in your head. It's just all it is. And regret for me is as bad as like a cancer, yeah. right? It's in your body. It's very, very hard to deal with, right? It's very hard to move on because it's just there. And, and taking action, in my opinion, destroys it. Something we both agreed on is pretty much what you said, the whole regret thing is you miss all the shots you don't, don't take, take. For sure. And again, like I'm not, again, this is not like financial advice or anything. Obviously if it's like, I'm not telling you go invest in a million dollars into NFTs and no, crypto no, no. and stuff. But again, it's like if you want to invest a couple grand, 500 bucks, like you're not just, the money's not just going to disappear. It's there. It'll come back eventually. Like just take- You lose yeah. money, you learn. Yep. You make money, you learn. Exactly. Right? It's that Everything regret. is a learning experience. For sure. If you don't learn from any decision that you make, then you've got the wrong mindset about decision-making, learning and failure. But um, so f- yeah, for me, regret's that big part. Yeah. And- touching on taking that first step and breaking that wall. So losing that weight, right? And starting my own ventures that I have prior to the podcast and doing what I've wanted to do in the past. That enabled me to approach starting this podcast with knowing that if it works, great. If it doesn't, great, right? Yeah. Because I know I would have regretted it Even months, more. weeks, years down the track. I would have been like, fuck. I should have started that with Krim. I sh- we should have done the podcast. Yeah. We are doing this now and we both wholeheartedly know that we're taking this opportunity and we are doing what we're doing now. We took that action and we will never- We said it from day one. We will never ever have regret about it. Why? It day one. Because we took the action. We're like if this fails and this nobody listens to us and this goes down the drain, all right. That's so be it. It is so what it be is. It. Another thing is- Another thing I really want to touch on that is a positive of taking action is that when you do take action, you will find once a you new break, world. Yes. Once you break down that wall, that, that wall that we've been talking about this episode. The pros almost fu- always f- outweigh the cons. You fu- you know that you know that scene in Monsters Inc. with all the doors? Yeah. That's it. You're in that room. Yeah. And all those doors are different openings to uh, an unlimited like l- limitless yeah. Opportunity in yeah. life, yeah? Could be networking. Could be making more money. It could be a new business venture. It could be a business partner. It could be anything. Yeah. So one of the pros is not living with regret and learning learning and opening 
and being available into a room that has got unlimited doors. So literally like that scene, you've got so many doors there everywhere. You can open one, go through, find another one, go through and continually and can sorry and continue to develop who you are, right? So they're the pros of taking action. And I'll give you an example. I got up, I lost the weight, I went to the gym. Who did I meet? You. Me. <laughs> Where are we now? Making a podcast. Yeah. Right? And I'm sure that it has happened for you as well. Yeah, a, a very basic example, like, I, you know, one guy I went to uni with, again, just, you know, it happened to be, I wanted to go to uni, took that action. Now guy was one of my closest friends. Same thing. I applied mm. for a job, got a job. Trust this guy with my life. Yeah. Again, I signed up at that gym, took that risk. It's like, oh, I'm not sure about this gym. You know, it looks a bit, you know, there's too many big guys there. It's a bit intimidating. Signed up. Here we are. There you go. So our main take home points for today is if you're scared to take action, that's completely normal. You it's have okay to, th- to be scared. It's okay to be scared. Take baby steps, reverse engineer it. Think about the daily actions they are going to lead to a bigger picture. So think about like this. It's the best way I could sum it up. You can either have a $1 coin because that's what you're thinking about. You're thinking about a $1 coin. We want you to think about having 25 cent pieces. Is that right? Is that, is that my math? Is my math right there? 25 cent pieces. No, I did that wrong. Um. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 25 cent pieces. It gives you a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. So we want you to think about, don't just think about this $1 that you want your big, you know, big car, your house, whatever. Five cent pieces are one on top of another, on top of another. All of a sudden you get 20 and you have the same outcome. Mm. So that's the best way I could sort of put it. Take baby steps to get to the year-long outcome. Lightly chisel away at that chisel wall. Chisel away with the wall. Don't try and come down with a bulldozer or a wrecking ball like Milosaurus. Chisel and hammer and just chip away. So if you're stuck, right, if you want to start up business, whatever it is, understand that you will have more trouble dealing with the regret of not taking that action. Also, you will open so, so, so many doors in your life whether it's networking or, or whatever it is. And upon breaking that wall, you learn immediately and develop as a human. Yep. So I think they're the most important parts of that. 100%. All righty, guys. We're going to wrap it up there. That is the end of episode four. Thank you so much for listening in. Again, if you have any feedback, suggestions. If you agree, disagree with anything we've said as well, please message us on um, our Instagram page, MK underscore Enterprises. And we'd love to have a chat with you. We honestly love talking to To the community. To the community because that's what we are at the end of the day. 100%. All right. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode four. We hope you got some sort of value and some sort of different perspective on taking action. Um, Stay tuned. Uh, so follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Be, uh, keep your eyes peeled for episode five to be on YouTube as well. For sure. so episode four, sorry. And um, yeah, see you in episode five, guys. Take care. Thanks, guys. Bye.